Hello. <laughs> Hi, friends. Hi, Jenna. How are you doing, Beth? Wow, Jenna, I'm doing, I'm just in awe of you. What? Uh, what's new? You what know what I mean? Us? Well, you I shared hilarious. this. We did Q&A yesterday. I don't know if you tuned in. I wasn't able to. Tell well, me everything. I was there. Steph was there. No, I'm hot. And I shared, Jenna, make yourself at home because we are in your home. <laughs> so please relax. So I shared about this uh, confession that I had on Friday night okay. at our Blessed Is She Drawn Retreat yep. with our incredible chaplain, Father Michael. Yep. And I finished confessing and he said, hmm, sounds like virtue is hard for you. Stop. He did not. Do I it. did. I haven't told you this. That is so funny. <laughs> and I, I told the ladies yesterday on the Q and A. I said I was pierced. I was like so embarrassed. I'm blushing right now thinking about it. Like here, here it is. And the grace of that moment was that I actually, I had like tr the grace of true humility because I was like, yeah, it is. And I thought. It's not this hard for Jenna. I'm always, <laughs> I'm literally always comparing my lack of virtue to the seeming ease with which you exercise virtue. For example, I just made a blunder of the whole setup for our live podcast recording today. And Jenna, just peaceful, probably not, probably underneath. Are you cold again? Can I help you? Please. You're doing great, Beth. Snuggle Keep up. Going. Snuggle down. Um, anyway, this morning was just proof to me that you have made greater strides in virtue. Because I know it's hard, it's hard for everyone. But you do it, Jenna, in, in a way that is awe-inspiring. I just <laughs> find that crazy ironic because you've said that so many times isn't how that, did father michael know friend he it was like he read my soul in this confession that's not even everything wow. he said so many things that i was like no one has ever put it quite like that i'm gonna tell you another another bit of wisdom he said to me the enemy is trying to make you an ally mm. in hating your personality wow He's trying to twist all of the good things about your tender heart to make them easily offended, quick to anger. He's using your strengths and causing you to hate these things about your personality and using you, making you an ally in them. Wow. How insane is that? It's crazy. Uh, okay. I want to close the loop on the, on the virtue bit and tell you that Father Michael said, you know, I feel bad for people for whom it comes easily. Now, I'm not saying that about you, Jenna, because I know, again, <laughs> you're, just, you're just stronger at exercising virtue. It doesn't mean it comes easily for any of us. But he said, but there are people for whom it does come easily. And I feel bad for those people because they can believe that, that they don't need God that they can handle it, that they can handle their lives, that they can do the spiritual life on their own. And uh, then he said, more wisdom from Father Michael. We should have just had him on today. He's back in Oregon. But he said to me, you can begin to believe after walking with the Lord for so long, you can, you can believe this lie that there's something wrong with you, that you haven't figured this out, like you're defective in some way. Why can't you just... 
get this virtue thing down, get this spiritual life down. Why aren't you better? Why aren't you farther along, right? And he said, but you're not defective. You're dependent. Wow. Which uh, immediately also made me think of you, because I know you have a, we spent months, if not years, in a different Lenten journal. It culminated in a different Lenten journal, kind of just exploring and owning our utter dependence, that's what the catechism calls it, utter dependence on God. So this whole confession, I was just thinking of Jenna. Wow. This is mind-blowing. Isn't that insane? So good. Yeah, it was a huge gift to me. I took notes. I don't, I can't tell you the last time I took notes on a confession. It was a real (laughs) grace. I've literally never done that. I, I, That was so cool. I don't know that I, maybe a handful of times, I've never even thought of it. It was like everything. <laughs> no, that's a thing. Jenna, I need a lot of help. You know what I mean? Virtue yeah. is hard for me. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Okay. You guys, I can't express you. I like basically just met him. This is incredible. Here's all my stuff. And I know you came right out and you said, how does father read my soul? He read my soul. It was insane. Wow. What a gift. I was like, how do you know? We're getting in the weeds here, but like, yeah. how do you know that I have a tender heart? Like that, that's a, that's a very, that's not just like a platitude. That's not just. Yeah, I don't. So he wasn't just he like knows that about you. nice. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, how did you know that? How do you know that I have this sensitivity, mm. you know, mm-hmm. that I've been praying for a soft heart? that the Lord would use my sensitivity to keep my heart soft, not to try and protect myself. Mm -hmm. I said to my spiritual director after when I was like sharing this, I keep talking about this life-changing confession. And I said, my response, and it just came out of me. It's not like I was like thinking this. I've never said this before. I said, how do you know me, Lord? Like, Mm -hmm. that's how I felt in this confession. And I think those are the words of, is it Nathaniel? When he says, I saw you under the fig tree. How do you know me, Lord? No, That's he, how said, he said, you're the son of God. I think, I think he's, I think, who says, how do you know me, Lord? Will one of the Bible scholars in the chat tell us who said that? How do you know me, Lord? I don't think it was Peter. I don't think it was. David. Oh, Lord, you have searched me and you know me. Okay, I'm going to start crying. That's insane. Psalm 139. That is my life. How that is an incredible psalm. me, Lord? Okay, well, we searched the same thing. How do you know me, Lord? It's Psalm 139. No <laughs> one in the gospel says it. Someone says it. Someone says it. Just all pulling up Psalm 139. This is insane. Someone said, how do you know me, Lord? They said John 148. They s- thank you. Thank you, Shannon. Let's see. Let's check John it out. One NRSVCE. Well, it might not be that translation. Well, we're gonna. I'm putting all my eggs in the NRSVCE basket. Keep going. What are you looking for? She said 48. Oh, 48. I was looking up 38. Where did you get to know me? Sweet. <laughs> Where did you get to know me? That's Lord? so cool. Yeah, that's similar. I'm kind of impressed that I knew that was Nathaniel. It's basically the same thing. Jenna, happy Ash Wednesday. <laughs> happy Ash Wednesday. Welcome I don't think Lent. you're supposed to say that. Uh, I, I literally Google how to say 
How do Catholics say <laughs> blessed triduum? I, I learned that last year. I do that one all the time. It's one of my favorite things to text and use in an email. Anytime, anytime there, I'm such a. I think about that often, even um, Sister Bethany. Yeah. I don't know her last name. Madonna. Sister Bethany Madonna, the <laughs> one and only. Not her last name. It's not? No, that's her religious name, Sister oh. Bethany Madonna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. She doesn't go by that. I didn't mean la- her her name. Oh, that is what you meant. Yeah, perfect, yeah. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Sister Bethany Madonna spoke at the Blessed Issue Retreat last yeah. weekend. Yeah. And she said something about the Blessed Trinity dwells within you. And I'm like, this, we're just so funny. Because we have our own these language. special adjectives yes. for these yes. profoundly beautiful mysteries of the mysteries. faith. You know? Totally. Anyway, how do you say... Ash Wednesday. Well, I said Ash Wednesday. I had one this morning. I learned from the priest who who celebrated Mass this morning. He said, have a fruitful Lent. I was like, I'll I'll be taking that to the bank. I'll be emailing everybody I know. Fruitful Ash Wednesday. (laughs) Hope you're having a fruitful Lent. I'm going to use that. That's funny. I was thinking about fruit a lot this morning, actually, thinking about you. Just thinking about the harvest, life. Mm Mm-hmm. At the church I was at, there's some vine imagery. I'm like, Beth is bearing some fruit. Where were you? At Holy Spirit. I don't know how to explain what's happening behind the altar. Oh, me either. I don't like it, but sometimes it looks vinery to me. Ooh. Is that a word? It is now. (laughs) It is. Fruitful vinery. Wow. Thanks, friend. Thanks for thinking of me. That was very sweet. I was... Thinking about all kinds of things during my mass. We did not go to mass together, as evidenced by our ashes. <laughs> did you have a nice mass? I don't know how to answer did that. You have a trans- did you have a transcendent mass? You know what I thought about during mass, what the Lord Tell reminded me? me? Because today is also Valentine's Day. Uh, so I've heard. Yes. I don't <laughs> celebrate that. Hmm. Do you celebrate Valentine's Day? No. Okay. Did you know that it's also Arizona's birthday? Of course I knew that. Okay. <laughs> Who doesn't know that? I bet. I'm a fifth generation Arizonan. So you m- think I don't know that, BD? So I bet most of the people here do not know that today is Arizona's this birthday. This is a miracle of a day for me. This is when my family ancestry became American. Wow. Should we say the Pledge of Allegiance right now? <laughs> this is very cool. This, it is so they cool. They were in Mexico, and yeah. then it was not Mexico anymore. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Happy anniversary. <laughs> it's a big day. It's a trifecta. It is. Yeah, there's a lot happening today. Yes. Yeah. So, anyways, mm-hmm. the Lord said to me in my heart, let me love you. And that was piercing. Wow. Like we like to say. So I think that's what we're going to do this Lent. I'm going to, this fruitful Lent, I'm going to let him love me. This is going to be a very fruitful Lent. That is one of the consequences of love. It is fruitful. That's, that's the natural end of love is that it would be fruitful. Yes. Wow. Let me love you. You know, uh, we shared a video on our YouTube channel Mm. of like how to determine, how to discern, if you will, what to do for Lent. 
And I just read the comments and cry. These people Mm. saying, I prayed and God said, be with me. Mm. I heard holy hour. I heard love me. I'm like, this is all he wants. Yes. We're trying to do all we're trying. We have our own program of self-improvement. But all he wants is our love and that that we would let him love us. Mm-hmm. So whatever it is that is going to help us to love him and let him love us, that's what we should be doing for Lent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've really been struggling in prayer recently, just having a hard time dealing with stuff, family stuff, mm-hmm. sickness. Mm-hmm. You guys know how it goes. And I've just been like floundering. Like I'll pause and I'm thinking constantly, Lord, where are you? So I really like to use imagery in prayer. Like Mm -hmm. I like to use my imagination. So I'll often ask when I want to be in my inner room interiorly with him, I'll ask, where are you? Mm. And I can't ever see an image. I'll try. (laughs) I don't know if if you guys have experienced this. You'll like kind of try things on, right? I do this. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. A a common place for us is in my inner room where Mm. we previously in years past have shared we were painting in there or I was with the blessed mother in there or are we on the ocean? One of my favorite places to go in prayer. Are we dancing? Sometimes we'll dance, slow dance. It's very sweet. Mm. All of these things and nothing's quite fitting. Mm -hmm. Nothing's hitting, right? Yeah. And I just continue to like feel and to hear and to come back to I'm right here. Wow. So like where I am in my moment, whether it be nursing the baby or taking someone in my car and Mm -hmm. like trying to have a moment of connection Mm -hmm. with the Lord, I'm right here. So that still is difficult. Like it's still hard to be like, okay, well, what are we doing? Like I have so much built up that I don't even know where to begin to pour myself out. Like I have no idea where to start with all of the things that I still feel floundery about. Mm. So anyway, Mike kicked me out of the house a couple of days ago and he said, it's really hard for me to pray here Wow! and go try the chapel. So I went to the chapel and then there he was. Yeah. This is what I was looking for. Mm. Jesus Christ in the Eucharist. Mm -hmm. I'm right here. Right here. Yeah. Like I don't have to dream it up, image it up, Mm -hmm. think about it, get myself there. Mm -hmm. He's already done the work. Like he's already here. And I just get to bask in the glory of the risen Lord. Mm. I won't say the A word. Don't you dare. Not this fruitful Lent. Do you, do you bury the A word like some families? They do that? Yeah, it's fun. Apparently. That I've never done it. That is so cute. Y'all done it? It's so fun to be Catholic. There's so <laughs> many quirky little things that we do. Yes. I just, I want to, can we just linger here mm. in, in your prayer in the chapel? There must be such a relief yes. to not have to stir it up. Yes. 
Yeah, to not have to make it happen. To not have to be anyone but who you are or do anything special that he he is this is my new favorite word I don't know what tense this is his isness yeah like there's something different about isness from presence we're making up all kinds of words today I already forgot the other one binary binary and isness yeah I I love his isness that he just is hmm which is the, the revelation that he gave of his name being I am. Mm-hmm. It's just, what does that even mean? It's that he's in this present. It's his isness. Mm-hmm. Is that a real word? Maybe. Don't Google it. No. It makes sense to me. I'm sure you're, you're following along too. Mm-hmm. So is this, do you think, is this your new way forward? Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely feel convicted, also afraid, mm. which I'm sure someone can relate. I feel convicted to be there every day. Wow. To be in the chapel every day. Just to stop by. Yeah. I know you did that a, a few years ago. Just to visit. Yeah. Yep. But also afraid of like, what if I let you down? Mm. You know, mm-hmm. what if I can't do that? Mm-hmm. But I am utterly dependent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is this your is this your Lenten promise essentially? Yeah. Do you think? Wow. Yeah. Praise God. And also to let Him love me. That's it. And maybe it's right there. That's it. Just to even position yourself to be loved. Yeah, I know? think as we all can get life is crazy Mm. and we're moving a million miles a minute no matter how much we do try to slow down and be present to our lives it can be hard to see the lord's winks of grace Mm -hmm. what's that saying you use glimpses of grace what's that thing i don't know signal grace signal grace it's not really my thing but (laughs) i want to see I want to have a heart that's Mm. open to how he's loving me today. Mm. Like in a special wink. Yeah, maybe attentive or aware. Yeah. Because the reality is he is, he is speaking to us. Yeah. He is present to us. He is looking at us. He is providing for us. But there's a, we talked about this a lot on retreat, this like drowsiness. Mm Mm-hmm this tunnel vision we get for what we need to do and all of our responsibilities and even not our responsibilities, but people and things that we feel responsible for that we somehow like tune out, zone out the everything else. But he, he is everything. Mm. (laughs) So we're actually, we're on our own little tiny path. And we lose his voice. Yeah. We lose his gaze. I think that maybe that's a good image to have is to like stay in his gaze. And that helps us to be attentive to how he's pursuing us, yes. blessing us, winking at us yes. all day long. Yes. I once heard um, someone say she was giving her testimony of all these incredible ways that all the details that all the details that God has orchestrated 
in the story of her life, in particular in her love story. And she said, you know, people will hear my testimony and say, like, aren't you giving God too much credit? Aren't you just like, you're finding him in everything. And she's like, you better believe it. Mm. Like, I want to give him credit for everything. I want to find him in everything. Mm -hmm. So I think that's it. Like, if we let him speak to us through a license plate or a song on the radio or something one of the kids says, a a package that comes right on time, an email, a text that comes in when you need it, you know? Mm -hmm. That's all him. Those are all winks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm into the wink. I'm excited. I'm excited for you. Mm -hmm. It takes a load off. Yeah. When I get to just see him and even (laughs) I also have like not been getting sleep for the past three weeks yeah so I'm just in the chapel and I wrote in my journal I might fall asleep do surgery on me you know yeah yes like he yep (laughs) just by being with him what's the quote that Ali shared from Mother Teresa you weren't there when she shared it it was like just like when we go out into the sunshine, mm. the sun does something to us, even if we don't feel it. Yeah. Even if we don't feel different, the sun actually affects us. Yeah. So in the same way, even if we don't feel it, the sun, capital S-O-N. S-O-N. Changes us. Yeah. So I want to just receive that and not be worried about any consolation or how I'm feeling or not measure the productivity of it based on how you feel your emotional response. Yes. Or consolation. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Not Mm -hmm. that all consolation is emotional, but oftentimes consolation is emotional. Wow. I like the analogy of like soaking up the rays of Mm -hmm. the sun, but Man, I just, I don't want to get away from the surgery. We fall asleep. We go, mm-hmm. we go to sleep before there is a, a major surgery, mm-hmm. a heart surgery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's also just so sweet that he just wants to give you peace and rest and like, let your body relax. Mm-hmm. I think it's really important what Mike said that like, I, it's hard to pray here. And I think we all know what we need and like what works and what doesn't work. Allie said it in her workshop. I was listening to it last night because I was giving a workshop at the same time. So I I went back to the virtual retreat recording and uh, she said, don't pray in bed. (laughs) It doesn't work. And it's so I just, I just, yeah, I think there's something freeing about saying that doesn't work. Yeah. You're like, oh, I thought this worked for everyone, but I was the one just struggling. Totally. Totally. This is the story of my year. I have a new prayer routine. Okay. For, for the past three years, I've been going to, for the most part, morning daily mass. And it is like an Olympic effort for me to get packed up and out the door and ready to be there and pray. And I'm always late and I have, you know, I'm already spinning at 6.30 a.m. when I was going to daily mass this last, I don't know, six months. And then I kind of started to pray with and ask the Lord about a rule of life. And Mm. I honestly just asked myself, like, what do I need? Mm. The Lord is so merciful. 
and so kind to me. And I, I realized I actually wake up in the morning like pretty tender. Mm. And so to jump out of bed and rush and like I, I get on the hamster wheel right away and then I have to drive and get to mass. And the truth is after three years of daily mass, I'm pretty I'm better now at praying the mass than I ever have been. Mm. So when I went to mass in the morning and I left my mental prayer, my like 30 minutes of relational prayer with God until the end of the day, oftentimes that's what went away. So just realizing, okay, I wake up kind of tender with a lot on my heart and mind. And I actually want to get, I want to hear God's voice first. I want to share my heart with him. I don't want to be influenced by whatever text came in or email or how late I am or like what I need Mm -hmm. to pack for lunch like what if I just spent the first 30 minutes of the day with him and I went to mass later because I can pray the mass at different points of the day with my whole heart it's harder for me to pray relationally later in the day yeah So I just made that simple switch. It's like I just had mercy on myself that I actually need to pray in the morning. It's important to notice that about yourself. I think self-awareness is one of the greatest gifts from the Lord. Totally. So yeah, to notice that, to pay attention enough to notice that and him to, to convict you and to help you make those tweaks. Yeah. It's a grace, the self-awareness, but I think... Yeah. It's a grace for sure. Yeah. It also is just, it doesn't mean you're a failure. I think that's the, the thing that maybe we have to let go of. It yes. doesn't mean you're a failure that you, I can't get out of the house first thing in the morning to make it to mass and pray well, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not a failure that I wake up so tender hearted and I like, I need some tending first thing in the morning, every single day. That doesn't, that's not a, it's something the enemy has twisted to use against me Mm. to make me think I, I haven't advanced very far or I should be better. I should be more disciplined. No, I'm just, I'm praying with who I am. I'm praying in reality. Yeah. I love that you shared, I need to be tended to first. Mm -hmm. I think, I feel like that's, the trajectory of this mm. from the Lord. Wow. Like, let me tend to you. Let me love you because I haven't done that. I very much gravitate towards and naturally love to lavish my love mm. onto him. Yeah. To sit at his feet, um, to worship him with my tears, my praise, mm. my heart, and yeah, there's just a little bit of tweaking. I feel like tweaking is the wrong word, just invitation. Mm-hmm. There's an invitation to let him love me, to receive his love, to receive his gaze physically in the adoration chapel. Yeah. And throughout my day, those little winks, those little signal graces, those little, um, I don't know, seeing a beautiful sunset. Mm. I know it sounds so dumb. It doesn't. But what if I actually was like, thanks, Lord. Like, Mm. I know that that sunset's for me. I know all of you guys are doing this. This is my, (laughs) 
and I, and I, I think the spiritual life is cyclical. Like, yeah, I have done that at moments in my life and maybe I haven't done it recently. Sure. So maybe he is inviting me into that, but it feels very deep, even though it sounds rather shallow. I don't think it sounds shallow. I think it sounds simple. Yes. I think it sounds simple. And two things, if I can just comment, because what you're saying is so profound. I don't, you're not doing anything different. It's just a shift. Mm. It's still the same encounter, but it's almost like instead of your focus, and I do this in prayer too, instead of our focus being on lavishing love on him, we realize how mutual that exchange is. That all along he's been lavishing love on us. And, and it, there's a vulnerability, I think, to receive that lavish love. Different than lavishing love. There's a vulnerability to receive. So I think it's just a, a shift, but an important one. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. And I do think, I, I've been reflecting on this a lot and seeing it in different places, this idea of this reality of God and the supernatural hidden in plain sight. Mm. I mean, this is, this is the Eucharist. I was at mass this morning and I'm looking around and, you know, in my own way, I'm, I'm thinking about being here. I'm, I'm thinking about my Lenten penance. I'm thinking about something that happened in prayer before and kind of judging my prayer before Mm -hmm. mass and some agitation over different things. Again, I wake up with a lot, (laughs) a lot going on already. And I just like, for a moment, I just thought like, this is, this is a miracle. Hmm. What's happening here? I can't even believe it's allowed. Like if people <laughs> knew what we be- believed, do you know what I mean? Yeah. They're like letting this thing happen and they think it's like cute or legalistic or religious. And hmm. it's like, this is the God of the universe become man. And, and the sa- holy sacrifice of the mass is a representation we're entering into the last supper of Jesus Christ, giving us his body, blood, soul, and divinity to be with us forever. And this doesn't look like much, honestly. It, it was just, you know, a simple parish daily mass with a lot of people <laughs> on Ash Wednesday, you know, who are there for a lot of different reasons. And you can almost miss it. It's so hidden. The mystery and the majesty of Jesus and his true presence in the Blessed Sacrament. You can miss it. And I think that's true of, of God's love being lavished on us in his sunset, of the purpose of our lives as to, to live this total gift of self in the look of your infant as you're nursing. Mm-hmm. We can, it's too simple, mm-hmm. and it's hidden in plain sight. Yes. That's the thing, this hidden in plain sight thing that I can't get over. It's mm, so good. Yeah. It's so the Lord who dignified and sanctified ordinary daily life by living a quiet and hidden life for 30 years. Yes. We don't have to go out to find him. He's, he's here. Mm-hmm. I'm here. I'm right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like we can see that in Mary. Mm-hmm. We have, I think, especially, and talked about that, shared yeah. a bit about that. Yeah. Just... Um, I tend to do my laundry right here. Right here is my laundry couch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and one of our friends, Lexi, she had a, a art piece of Our Lady doing laundry. She's hanging laundry on the line. Yeah. 
And uh, so it's right here, like above my laundry couch. So I'll just be folding my laundry. And, and months ago, I was doing it really quickly, mm. like agitated. And I don't think I was agitated. I was inside, but not like annoyed. I wasn't, I, yeah. I wasn't annoyed yeah. about something. I was just flustered. And I was doing it really quickly. And I just felt this presence from Our Lady mm. who said, like, I do this slowly. I can't remember what she said now. I think you asked her, yeah. which is a huge grace that you had the wherewithal to just interiorly, like, look to her, shift your gaze and say, how did you do, do laundry? Yeah. And I think she said slowly. She did. Yeah. Yeah. So that was like a gut punch wow. in a beautiful way. Yeah. Yeah. That Mary wasn't frantic mm. and cuckoo bird like I feel most of the time. Yeah. But she did it slowly and with ease and gentleness. Well, I think slowly is very connected to presence. Yes. Whereas the agitation and like the, the chaotic, for lack of a better word, like this morning I was making coffee so fast and mm. I like my coffee splashed and the cinnamon spilled and I'm like, mm. I'm moving too fast. Yeah. I'm moving too fast on mornings that I do my coffee, make my coffee slowly. I, I smell it. Mm. It's such a silly thing, but I'll like, you can see the steam rise up and I like, I relish in wow. the present moment. I like waft the coffee smell. Such a silly thing. It does sound silly, but it sounds beautiful. Yeah. It's a way of, I think our senses are big in this to like make, allow ourselves to be present. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I was saying, I feel like we've connected with our lady being in our everyday lives. Yes. You doing the dishes, me doing laundry. Yeah. We can put up art of Mary doing simple chores. I light a candle when I do the dishes and that for me is so connected to our lady. When I, I know there are times I don't want to light the candle. I just want to, I just want to get it done. Wow. I don't want it to be a prayer, you know? Yeah. Sometimes before I'll do the laundry, I'll do the sign of the cross. Whoa. Just like consecrate this moment with him. I like immediately had tears. I need to do that before so many tasks. (laughs) It's unbelievable. (laughs) (laughs) I, 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 for like bigger projects, you know, I'll do like a Mm -hmm. consecration of exterior goods to the blessed Virgin Mary, like before I write or whatever, but you know, I could just simply (laughs) make the sign of the cross. That's good friend. Thank you. Yeah. But I do love this invitation to see the Lord maybe now in these simple tasks. Yeah. You know, our lady's always pointing to her son. Yeah. But like what a gift she is. Mm. I just want to relish in her motherhood and presence too Mm -hmm. yeah I do just want to be with him throughout the day especially as I've returned to um my morning relational prayer yeah I kind of had this moment with him last night that I was like I did all my things you know and I'm not really a checklist kind of gal I'm I'm not I don't tend toward feeling that way about prayer, but I do have like some main things. Like I go to mass every day. I do my 30 minutes. 
and I pray the rosary. And I was kind of like, well, I did all of those things, mm. like, but I still have this desire to be with you. I feel like actually having the routine of prayer has, the overflow of it has been even more desire to be with him throughout the day, to find him in the simple things and like the hidden things in my daily life. Yeah. So that's growing, but I, I think I can, I can try to relegate prayer. Yes. You know, <laughs> to, to just my, uh, my time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Not really. You lost me. You did say eventually that, or earlier, that uh, something about coming to the Lord with your whole heart. That's something I've thought about a lot recently. Do you remember what you shared? No. Okay. Well. Can you say more? I just love the concept of coming with your whole heart. You know, I, well, it's interesting. I had a grace this morning in prayer as I, in, ma in mass, at mass. Because um, if you've heard or read anything about Eucharistic miracles, there's one particular miracle, Lanciano, Italy, where they studied this Eucharist uh, that, that was showing visibly what we believe is hidden, typically. We, we saw with our human eyes uh, the, the bloody flesh uh, of the Eucharist. And when they studied that that host, um, it was heart tissue. Mm. And this morning in mass, and I'd, I think, I think I was just trying to orient myself. Again, like it's so hidden in plain sight. It's like I constantly in daily mass have to be like, wake up. Like this is, this is everything. Yeah. This is what life is about. This is, this is my destination. This is my greatest desire that like, this thing that's so simple and sleepy and <laughs> distracting at times, you know? And at one point, I think we were making, giving them a sign of peace or something. And, you know, everybody's being so friendly. And, and I just, I looked at the priest, like, breaking the host. And it's like, I realized Jesus's heart was laid out on that altar, and we're just waving to people. I'm not trying to like hate on the mass. Like that's a part of the mass is the sign of peace. And it's so important that we make peace. It's biblical that we make peace before we come to the altar. Yeah. But I just was like, it was so vulnerable of the Lord. It was so generous of the Lord. I was just thinking about his heart laid bare on the altar. Just like, it's just naked there, the Eucharist. He's not trying to defend himself. or Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I was so moved by that. And I just thought, like, I don't want you to be alone in this vulnerability. So here's my heart on the altar. Wow. Just to keep your heart warm. And, like, for somebody to be with you and to return to you the love that you're pouring out to us. Like, if you're going to give me your heart, I want to give you my heart. Wow. Yeah, it was... It was yeah, it was really beautiful. Does that mean anything like on a practical level, how you give the Lord mm. your whole heart, like in your day? Well, it feels like the theme is um, simplicity. Mm. And I, 
<clears throat> I'm not saying that I do this, but I have a growing desire to just tell the Lord I love you. Like sometimes I'll be in mass at the end of the day or I'll be in the car and I'll think about him or talk to him. And it, it will just, <clears throat> it will occur to me, like I'll realize I haven't said I love you to you today. Like has anybody said I love you to you today? I don't know. So I just want to be better at just like saying I love you. Well, which feels practical, you know? That is so cool. Yeah. Again, I'm not I'm not doing it, but the desire is there, you know? Yes. Yeah. That's where it starts. Yeah. I'm interested. Do you have a thought about that? How to practically return our hearts to the Lord? Which is literally the the reading today, return to me with your whole heart. Right. Well, I was reading DI a couple of days ago. Divine intimacy. Do you remember it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was horrendous in the best way. It wrecked you. Wrecked. What was it? Do you remember? It's right there. I don't know if you can reach it. But don't, don't get it. Don't get I it. I can. I can. Don't get it. It's fine. We're fine. It was a lot about like your body. Do you remember? I'm just hoping by saying words. Yeah, say you'll some remember words. Something. Say some words. I'll get there. But someone will remember too. Body, like our sin... Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This is about interior mortification. Yes. It's probably like, yes. it's probably entry like 79 or 78. Yeah. It was on Monday, I think. Okay. Was it John of the Cross? Always. <laughs> my man. He's my heavenly spiritual director. That's cool. I love that. Do you have one of those? Well, I want it to be St. Elizabeth of the Trinity. It is. Yeah. It is. I love her. You wow. guys, if you haven't read her, please read her. She's unreal. If you don't know where to start, which I don't still, yeah, read this Present Paradise by Claire Claire Dwyer. Yes. Anyway, so this mortification of the things, mm -hmm. the things that I am attached to, That's that it. I am unwilling to detach from. Yes. And I want to be loving God with my whole heart, mm. unattached Friend. to everything else. Yes. I want, but I want it to be easy. And sometimes it's not. I, I want to tell you, I think I know exactly what you're talking about. That John of the Cross writes about like, or maybe this is Father Gabriel of St. Mary Magdalene who compiled divine intimacy. He talks about if there's any stain of sin, the Lord cannot be fully united to us where there is any stain of sin, i.e., a sinful attachment, a selfish ambition. So I was like, yep. like my, my deepest desire is union with God. It is all I want. I mean, I want lots of things, but that's all I want. And he cannot dwell in me perfectly until I, with his help, by his grace, in his time, by his mercy, rids me. And I cooperate with his saving action in my life to rid myself of every attachment. Yes. That's what I want. Yeah. How do we do that simply? Well, I think, I think it's him. Yeah. 
I think he highlights one thing at a time, you know? I think back on my earlier life with the Lord, and I remember there being like big obstacles, like a big sin or, and I, there was this naive part of me that thought like, when we deal with that, when I'm free from that, Mm. when you conquer this in me, Lord, when you finally set me free from X, Y, Z, you know, like then we'll be smooth sailing. And it's like, (laughs) thank God he set me free because we couldn't even deal with any of this other stuff while I was struggling with that. It's just like one thing at a time. It's slowly. Mm. He's doing the laundry of our souls slowly. Wow. You know what I mean? I sure do. Yeah. There's no rush with like healing or freedom. It's, it's just this every day, this disposition to like change me, love me. <laughs> because I can't, I can't do this. Virtue is hard for me. <laughs> Can you close us in prayer, BD? So soon? I'm just loving this. Let's do it. So soon. More to come. Lent has only just begun. Yeah, so our podcast episodes will come out every Wednesday Yeah, for every week of Lent. Mm. So thank you to everyone on the app who joined us for this live episode of the podcast. Um, such a joy to be with you all and catch uh, the episodes every Wednesday. And so fun to see you all on the app interacting, sharing your heart, sharing your wisdom. Yeah, encouraging one another. Yeah. That's what we're there for. Don't leave before the prayer. Yeah, let's Join us. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Lord, love us. We give you permission to love us. And you know our our desire, which is weak and little, but we desire to love you. We can't even do that without the help of your grace, without you first pouring out your love. So would you would you do what what you're already doing, what you always do? Lavish your love upon us in our hearts. Lamb of God, you have done everything for us, what we could not do for ourselves. And so we ask in in your boundless generosity to love us this Lent Mm. and grant us the grace to love you more. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Thanks, Petey. Thank you, Jenna. Such a joy. I just felt like this was such a grace heading into the Lenten season. I agree. So thanks, friend.
you soon. See you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye.